Is this a bad time to go for a wee? More. No, that's enough fingers. Oh. Okay. <laughs> How many fingers do you think? Like a solid fat finger, that. <laughs> I've not got two. Just Just three. No, <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> It's not a three. It's not a three finger night. She classy. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Talking Tacos. I'm Miriam. No, who am I? <laughs> no, you're not. I'm Pepper. She's Who's Miriam? <laughs> who is I'm Miriam? Miriam? I'm Pepper. She, her. Hi, I'm Pepper. Three finger Parsons. <laughs> Hi, I'm Holly and I'm sunburnt. It's like a Tuesday, three fingers. I Oh my God. You're going to put three fingers in. What no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to us this week. We got a little bit serious, but with a little bit of humour in there as well. Congratulations. <laughs> Do you think we might be celebrating? What are we celebrating? The fact that it's Pride Month. We Congratulations. It's <laughs> another three finger joke in there somewhere, but I'll leave it. Okay, Alex. Holly. Hello. Hi. What does Pride mean to you? It's like just a celebration, isn't it? It's like a month where we can celebrate a lot of people yeah and i think for me like i've never had i don't want to say i've had a bad relationship with pride because that's that's not true um but i think i never really attended a lot of what well, came came into being gay fairly late not as late as some um but um i think by the time i kind of like got to pride events and things like that and my local one was london so it was so huge and like intimidating i kind of didn't really feel like it was for me like i didn't feel unwelcomed but I felt like it was so impersonal that I didn't feel like I was part of anything. It just felt like this big celebration that I didn't really understand and didn't know how to engage with. And um, in a way, I kind of still feel a bit like that. But I think I think when I was younger, I was quite um, not angry about that, but kind of resistant, it, it, kind of defensive, I think, about it. But, you know, I think then kind of growing into being gay um, and kind of understanding the history of pride and where it comes from and actually and, and kind of getting to know you know how everything started with the Stonewall riots and, and how that's developed over the years and and learning more about places where you know pride is still hugely hugely important pride to me is now kind of a celebration of almost like a thanksgiving for me um, in terms of being very thankful for the people who have gone before, who have gone through huge amount of hardship so that I can live the life that I live. Um, so it's, it's for me, it's more a, of a Thanksgiving than a, than a pride, personally. That's a really nice way of putting it, actually. I agree. <laughs> well done, Alex. You used words really beautifully. Thanks, guys. Holly. Yeah, I, can't, I started going to like all of the different events. Well, not different events, just to Manchester's. But what's odd about it is that Manchester Pride isn't like even like nearly in june it's in august that's past june it, that is past june <laughs> and july and july so that always strikes me as a bit weird to begin with and it was like the mid 80s when that started i think the, it was supposed to just be like a bank holiday weekend thing 
But when I started going only a few years ago, really, I kind of had that same feeling as Alex, you know, that this ginormous event was happening. And not that it, like, it didn't matter if you was there or not. It was still going ahead, but it is that big. Obviously not as big as London Pride, but like it's that big that it almost is just, it's so overwhelming. Like impenetrable almost. Like Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he laughed so at the word immature. impenetrable. No, yeah, you are. Holly laughed. Holly's, no, you, you smirk. Holly's immature. No, you, you laughed. Smirk. I may have had a mild smirk, but you, you did, laughed. and I laughed at the smirk. It was so childish. <laughs> I mean, I can't talk. I mean, I was making jokes about three fingers earlier, and now I'm saying the word well. impenetrable and pretending that I'm a serious person. Back to the serious topic. Yes, sorry. Mm. Go. Go I on. just kind of agree with Alex. Like, I've only ever been to Manchester Pride. And that by itself is like, I'd love to go to a smaller area's pride mm. just to be able to get that feeling of like, not community. I'm really, really bad at talking today. I can't articulate well, that well. properly. Although you do feel part of a community um, at Manchester Pride, you almost don't at the same time. There's that many people. And I'm not like a big fan of being around lots and lots of people anyway. But there's just that many people that it does feel like so impersonal. Like Alex said, same thing. No, I get that. I do enjoy going, to be fair. I take the I take my nieces to the parade. I go out with my friends. Um, and it is nice. As years go by, I feel like it becomes more commercialised. Mm. It becomes... Do you feel you're missing kind of that emotional connection to a Pride festival? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Because we kind of like celebrate the whole thing in June. Not that, you know, we shouldn't celebrate always because we should, you know, we should celebrate the people that have lost their lives and fought for us to have the opportunities that we do now. I think obviously for some people, I think it's hugely important. And I think it depends up until the last what nine months. I've never really had a group of gay friends, you know, and I had to like go online to find those people find the gays and so like i've been lucky that i've had i've had support i mean and we'll probably come on to this later but i've had i've had no challenge being gay and i haven't needed that found family that other people have needed because they've been in a situation where maybe they haven't been as accepted or they couldn't be their authentic selves in their in the in their hometown at the very straight pub like I had someone come up to me one time and be like how does it feel to know that 99% of the women in this pub aren't attracted to you and I was like I don't know I just don't I just don't care right now like it's just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I'm not looking for for anybody right now so like I'm just here having fun like and I feel like I can be myself here but I think for a lot of people they have to go and seek that community out to feel accepted and so that community and that that pride festival which is you know a huge a huge celebration of that community you know in in london probably feels much more important for for a lot of people who have have, a, have who have had a different lived experience than, than myself so i'm very lucky again a super great way of putting it everything that's in my brain today you've got the words for it i agree i really agree what about you pepperoni how long can you be a baby gay <laughs> as long as you want yeah so i've been out maybe what 18 months or so probably a bit less so i'm quite enjoying the pride thing because it's new for me i mean it was it was on my radar but also it wasn't on my radar because like with a lot of things in life if it doesn't affect you you might not necessarily have it at the forefront 
of your mind. So I was obviously aware of it and what pride was or is and all the jazz, but I didn't, I wasn't involved in it or I didn't, you know, do anything about it. Like you didn't feel like it was a celebration of you. Yeah, because it wasn't, I, you, know, you didn't think yeah. it was. No, I thought it was straight as a, give me, give me a straight metaphor. A, ru- ruler. a ruler. Like, I've never been to a pride event and plus since coming out, COVID's been on. So it's been the worst festival of them all. It's the worst, right? The yeah. prices are high. Oh. And nobody is like the numbers of people that are allowed in the festival mm. are so low. It's shit, man. Yeah. I would like to go to a Pride event, but I wouldn't want it to be a giant one because I I don't really like big crowds. Uh, it makes me anxious. But I would like to, yeah, I would like to go to an event. Because I guess I'm still discovering stuff about myself and all that jazz. It's like a rite of passage as well, isn't it? Mm. You have to go just to experience it. Because yeah. the parades and stuff, they are like gay vomit. <laughs> <laughs> they are, and they're sure. beautiful. They're really good. Accurate. And you find all of these different organisations and stuff like that that support the LGBT plus community and pride, they just all come together and celebrate in such a beautiful way. I have to say, also, because pre-Erpa life, I don't think any of my, like, friend friends, most of the people that I was around in my daily life were straight, as far as I was aware. And so, coming into the Erpa world, I was suddenly, it was like a tidal wave of yay. (laughs) And then I met you guys, and all of a sudden I've got like I don't know how many of you there are now in the in the group chat, but a I, lot, a lot. But like you're all queer, and I've never known this many queer people inside and outside the group chat. You know, just Erpers in general. So it's been a huge discovery and a learning curve. But yeah, I'm a baby gay, so this pride thing is a novelty for me so I'm enjoying it and it makes me smile like you're in a club you know what I mean yeah 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 <laughs> and um I can just be unapologetic I can never say this word unapologetically <laughs> so help me unapologetic I can't say it unapologetic it was right the first time unapologetic no uh, don't say unapologetic. it in my ac- <laughs> don't say it in my accent unapod no uh I can just be who I want to be. I guess that's what pride is for me at the moment. Gay. Gay. That's super cute. Coming back to the pride stuff, though, I do, like, sometimes I wonder, I mean, like, um, when I was talking about kind of me being at home and me being comfortable, I, I still found it very hard to kind of, like, then go out and meet people. Like, I was on, like, dating websites and things. Mm. And and I, I, I kind of feel like maybe if I had like I was very I'm very different now than I was when I was that age and like I feel like if I'd had more confidence to actually kind of force my way into that community can I ask how how old were you when you like came out 20 21 fairly young um and I hadn't really had many relationships because I could never make them work emotionally Mm. I I do you wonder you know I had a very safe um and accepting kind of coming out time. So I never really ventured out of my comfort zone because it was all very comfortable. Mm. And I do feel that if I had pushed myself more and tried to integrate myself within that community more, maybe I would have 
had, I guess, had gay friends and had, because I'm, I'm a very kind of, am I a very straight gay person? Not really. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, maybe I would have just felt more comfortable with, I'm not comfortable in, in that kind of surrounding because um, I've never felt part of it as well. So I don't know, I just, I feel like if I'd forced myself out, of, I was very comfortable because I was so um, well supported um, and maybe I should have tried a little bit harder to integrate myself and, and maybe then pride would be a, a bigger thing for me. Yeah, but um, you do what you do, what you do what's right for you. You don't have to be at every parade. And... Oh, absolutely not. Um, it's just, I wonder if, you know, maybe did I, did I miss out uh, on... Okay yeah fun and life and (laughs) you know exploring and you know the kind of exploration side of kind of you know coming out and finding yourself and seeing what works because it's only up until recently that I've you know decided that I'm bisexual um but it was very I think sometimes when you come out you kind of go oh well I have to be a full lesbian and then actually you kind of find yourself a little bit later yeah. I don't know, maybe I would have just experienced more and met different people and It's funny though, isn't it? It sounds like I'm saying slept around more. I mean maybe I would have. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like but, hindsight and everything, isn't it? Because yeah. I'm but then I might have been in a completely different position exactly. in my life. And I'm really happy with where I am mm. now, so one of the things I've been thinking about lately is so I'm out to most of my friends. And most of my family. But like, sometimes I really want to wear something super gay. (laughs) No, I know that sounds stupid. Because I'm I'm just feeling in a gay way. Like, just something rainbowy. But I have second thoughts on it. And I don't know if that's because I'm a baby gay still. Because I'm like, worried walking around town. Oh, yeah, okay. People will be like, gay. Yeah. And I wonder if that's something you get over. Or if that's like... Do you worry about what people are thinking internally? Or do you worry actively worry about harassment? That's a good question. I don't know, you know. I don't know. So, I'm bisexual. It's funny because when you're with different groups of friends... So, when I'm like chatting to you guys, I feel like I can be my full camp gay but then when I'm with other friends I feel like I can't be gay gay so I think part of that is because my sort of walking around town life I feel like I I think I'm still not feeling like I can still quite let it all out is this therapy how much do you charge (laughs) I I mean I I don't think that's a question of is that something you'll ever get over or not um I think I think that's a a you thing probably other some other people I I, f- I know I feel that way um I don't really like rainbows, How can you not like rainbows? that much I don't like uh everything clashes it's horrible <laughs> but I mean I'm wearing my little rainbow t-shirt now so this is the most rainbowy we, we can a put screenshot. a picture of it or whatever turn around it's, it's, turn. oh I'm gonna have oh to cut God. this Ow, my knee! Ow! Why don't you just post a picture of the the picture? I'll post a picture of the t-shirt. Post a picture of it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's actually it's it's a camp brand t-shirt, which is why I found it so funny (laughs) because it says camp on it, and then it's got a big rainbow. Um, 
but it's a black t-shirt and it's just got a rainbow on the back and you can't see the rainbow so it's okay um <laughs> and i can't yeah, I've got it. Yeah, and i can't see the rainbow so it's like out of sight out of mind um i do i, I don't wear rainbow stuff it probably all comes back to kind of my relationship with pride. I mean, I don't like rainbows, clashing colours, not for me. But I think that so it's to do with a lot of things, right? Like I don't like wearing bright colours because I like to hide my body in dark colours and all that kind of stuff. So there's lots of things going on rather than just than just not wanting to gay, 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 gay. Go, I'm gay. Look at this rainbow. I think, and, and other people will walk around head to tone rainbows and don't give a fuck um and i so i think it's more the person rather than will this feeling ever go away because like maybe the last couple of years i've been because i used to buy just like blue because that's my favorite color or wear dark colors um Great color yeah the last couple of years i've kind of thought fuck it i i bought these really colorful tights <laughs> Ooh. um i bought I bought Doc Martens that were white, and, and gradually... Whoa. Not a colour. What? It's lack of colour. Can we put a pin in that for later? I need to discuss that with you, I'm writing it down. Um, and I quite enjoy, as long as it's flattering, <laughs> I'm, I'm quite enjoying wearing a lot of lighter colours. And I think, you know, with the giraffe t-shirt... I didn't really, re- yeah, I didn't realise it was the pride flag on the giraffe. Because at first I thought, oh, it's just a nice colourful t-shirt. And then this morning I thought, oh, is everyone going to stare at my t-shirt? Because it's the, got the pride colours on. And it was like, oh. So I think I've got to still deal with a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it, that also comes from the same place of like, you know, if I'm going to go out with my girlfriend and we're going to hold hands, are people going to look? There is an element of of that, and I think that's ingrained into us that we're in 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 ways that many other things are ingrained into us that it's a, it's an you're being an exhibitionist and and you're not you're just living your life <laughs> the way everybody else does. But I I do think that there is you know it's the same with um, race religion all all these things that there are kind of ingrained unconscious biases that we also kind of also like pin onto ourselves as well that people are going to judge us because we're being oh we're being too showy we should we should hide that and i guess that's Mm. what's what pride is about yeah which is why would you not feel like well there's people that aren't reserved about it but i feel like with me anyway do you know like you know the horror stories that are out there of people saying things and then you know like Mm other stuff i feel like some people think about that more than others yeah it doesn't make it right obviously it's like yeah disgusting also like i think both you and me peps we're quite non and you whole like we're we're all quite non-confrontational mm. people um and i'm certainly not saying that people who wear rainbow stuff are confrontational but we want to de-escalate any situation blend a little bit yeah um it's like it's an avoidance of of um a confrontation i think sometimes which is, I guess, again, why we need pride. <laughs> like, we do still need it. You know, you say in life, like, oh, I don't need pride because I'm perfectly happy and I've had a great, you know, everybody was really accepting and all that kind of stuff. But like Hall said earlier, like, we don't have equality. Personally, like, maybe some people don't need pride. Like, personally. Yeah. But I feel like as a whole, as yeah. a world, mm. we really do. Absolutely. We're very fortunate in this country that, I mean, theoretically, you can be who you want to be. 
and get on with your life. But in other countries, it, it's a case of, you know, you could end up dead. And sometimes you kind of forget that, don't you? You do, and, and sadly, you kind of forget that it's, in a lot of those scenarios, it's kind of our fault. Because we went out there and we told them that they should think this way. And now, why are you not progressive? Why are you, why, like, why do you have laws that criminalise, homo, like, homosexuality? It's like, because we put them in place. Um, but anyway, that's, sorry, that's my little, um, it's just one of those things. It's, it's, again, it's kind of seeing that bigger picture, isn't it? But I think this kind of, um, so this links to, like, the representation we see on TV. Well, I don't know where I'd be right now without, like, when I know uh, I wouldn't have realised, like, who I am. That's why it's so important to be able to see yourself on TV or you're just in the media generally. I don't know where I was going with this. I don't understand what you mean. I agree. It's important to be able to relate to people on TV, people in films and stuff. Because especially for maybe, well, not especially, just for anybody hasn't put two and two together yet. Yeah. It's quite important to be like, oh my God, that's me. Yeah. It was like a big, big giant red siren went off <laughs> for me. Like an epiphany. <laughs> it, no, but it really was. And it freaked yeah. the, me the F out. Like really freaked me out. And then, But then you so, suddenly have these moments that you'll kind of think about in your past and you go, oh, and then so occasionally I'll have a memory that'll mm-hmm. pop up and I'm like, oh my God, that's what that was. Um, but yeah, so you need to be able to see yourself in other people otherwise yeah i i agree i mean i think um like when i was a kid i was lucky enough to basically my my parents were like do whatever you want (laughs) like be whatever you want like you want to watch star wars let's watch star wars you want a lightsaber here's a lightsaber you want a luke skywalker costume here's your luke skywalker (laughs) costume you want a princess leia costume here be princess leia like they um like they were so they basically just let me kind of choose my own path. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until, and this is really horrible. <laughs> oh, God. And this shows my age as well. And I don't like, no, I do like this show. Do I like this show? I watched The L Word because basically my friend was like, my friend was pretty much like, you're gay, but didn't say it to me. <laughs> and she was like, watch The L Word. And I'd had like, I was pretty sure that I had some crushes on a few celebrities and let's face it I fucking loved Legolas um, <laughs> and I was a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan and who wouldn't be <laughs> when you look back uh, like you say all those kind of things that you remember yeah. you're like oh yeah okay, ding that ding ding sense. ding ding yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it wasn't until I saw the L word and so if anyone if you know when you do like oh what character of the L word are you like I was Alice like hands down. So I've, like Al- I've never seen Al- it, but so okay. Describe Alice. Should I just Google Alice? Yeah, I mean like <laughs> neurotic, like crazy, funny. Because I'm hilarious. Um, just yeah, quite I guess um irrational. Is Alice by? I feel like Alice is bi at the beginning as well, but then never dates any guys. Sounds like me. Among her group of lesbian friends, she's the only self-proclaimed bisexual. Yeah. And then, you know, and although, you know, at first I did go like full on gay. Gay, gay, gay. Yep. Um, But then I saw that and I was like, hey, that's me. Like, 
I, I get this now and I start putting it together and, and then you just watch the L word and it's ridiculous and whatever. And then you go, oh, that's not me. <laughs> um, this is really unrealistic and mental. But <laughs> until I saw that on television, like I didn't... See yourself. Yeah, like like I said, I hadn't had relationships. Cause, so I'm, I am bisexual um, and I do find men attractive because um, men, some men are very attractive. Um, but... I've never really been able to have an emotional relationship with a with a guy. Oh god, I just find them tiresome. I just can't deal with them. <laughs> I just can't deal with them. Um actually no, I just it's not even that. Like they're just um no, I'm not gonna slag men off. I've got some very good male friends, but I've only ever really been able to kind of connect with, with women emotionally. Um but I still consider myself bisexual. But yeah, it wasn't really until I saw the L word that it really clicked for me, um, that actually this you know, relationships with women is something that I would want to pursue. And then it all kind of went from there. I hate that it's the L word. I hate that, I hate so much that it's the L word. Like, you got Winona Earp, that's so perfect. And the L word is just like this horrible, toxic TV show. I mean, it's still, you should watch it. It's entertaining and it's addictive, but it's one of these shows where, like, everyone is, like, sleeping with everyone, really toxic, like... It really shows us in like a bad. It, it kind of shows the lesbian and 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 lesbian community in West Hollywood as a very kind of incestuous oh, place. Okay. Also, with Pride, even if you're not out, um, it's still yours to celebrate. If you don't want to label yourself or you don't know what you are, that doesn't matter either. Well, absolutely, because you don't you don't need to know what part of the Pride flag represents you to celebrate you are one of us one of us i am out what i am out are you a gay on corrugation street (laughs) no yeah well i am out i do identify as gay i don't like the word lesbian not in a bad way i just don't like it for me um i'm not going to share like my coming out experience or coming out story or anything um not that i'm ashamed of it but it's just like private yeah Nothing super bad happened or anything, mm. but maybe one day I will tell it. Maybe next Pride Month I'll feel comfortable <laughs> with telling it. Um, mm-hmm. Just this time I don't, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So that's only <laughs> really, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course yeah. it's fine. We support you in everything you Thanks, do. Thanks, guys. I can, I'll tell mine, only because... um. Like, I actually, for the first time in, like, a year, I saw my parents two weeks ago. Um, and um, we we actually talked a lot about it um, for the first time, really, since I came out. We've spoken since, obviously, about me being gay. And they, they know Ruth. I mean, they love Ruth. It's, like, gross. Um, <laughs> it's, like the, it's, like, the sporting superstar daughter they always wanted. Um but um, I mean, I loved her before we were even together. It was so cute. Um, <laughs> when I came out, this was years before, um, I was having a bad time with a girl, probably a Gemini. Oh, um, and um, <laughs> to be fair, she was really <laughs> awful. Well, I don't know why these people are so awful. Um, but I think, you, you, you know, when you're young and in love, you kind of get burnt very yeah. easily, right? You haven't learnt the yeah. lessons um, that you know that you've you've learnt yeah. later on and um she was awful to me and I was really upset about it and I was probably crying upstairs or something and my mum came up and she sat with me for a bit and um she I, I kind of you know 
I kind of explained a little bit, but mm. not in full. And she could tell that I was like a bit heartbroken. And she said, she said, whoever he is, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to punch <laughs> him in the face. <laughs> and I kind of said, uh, I can't remember. It was, I mean, it was a long time ago. It was about 10 years ago now. Um, and I kind of explained and I kind of said, oh, you know, it was so-and-so. And I mentioned her name and, and I kind of explained the situation. I kind of paused significantly yeah. and went like, mum, do you, know, do you understand what I'm trying to say? And then she just, she pauses for a sec. And then she goes, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to punch oh her in the face. Oh, my God. I love your mum. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That is beautiful. Oh. Yeah, it was really nice. I was incredibly lucky. And, and, and I mean, there was, you know, subsequent fallout, you know, the, the are we, you know, are you ever going to get married? Am I basically, am I ever going to be able to host your Aww. wedding? You know, am, like, are you ever yeah. going to have kids? And I was like, well, it doesn't stop me from wanting to have kids. I mean, there are other things in the way, but like, I, you know, all these questions yeah. come out and my, you know, I remember having quite a, it wasn't a difficult conversation with my dad, but later on we went for a meal and he kind of spoke about how he found it really oh. hard because... He, you know, he knows that he has to support me and he wants to support me and he, he was very supportive. Um, but all he said, you know, when it happened, basically all the expectations that he had for his daughter that he's known for 22 years had to change. And, you know, when you have kids, you, you kind of envision what their life's going to be like. Um, and he had to completely switch up those expectations. And that was quite difficult. Obviously, he did it, and he loves Ruth probably more than my mum. <laughs> That's hard to believe. Um, <laughs> yeah, he really does. Um, so yeah, I mean, even with the best, you know, best coming out stories or positive coming out stories, there are always things you need to work Questions, through. Yeah. Um, um, but also, you know, I think I mean we talked about um, earlier, kind of the. Um, the scene from Happiest Season, which is kind of one oh, of yeah. my favourite, probably my favourite scene in the in the it? film. So it's where, so I can't remember any no. of their names, um, but the girlfriend who hasn't come out and is yep. refusing to come out has just refused okay. to come out. And Kristen Stewart, March, she's like, I'm leaving. <laughs> she doesn't do that. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here and so she walks off and um, she's going to leave and Daniel Levy tries to stop her um, and he just kind of explains um, it's just this lovely scene and you know Christian Stewart's parents were super super supportive sorry um, is this the one where they're outside yes yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes 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 yeah um, they're super super supportive and she's you know only ever had love and acceptance um, but um you know, he, I can't remember this, I might be making this up now, but did he, he got kicked out when he came out to his dad? Yeah, it was, it was something like that. And basically not everyone, yeah, has that support. Yeah. And it was just this idea that everybody's coming out is different. And, and even if you have this, the easiest coming out, that moment before you do it is, is so terrifying. And like, you don't, your world is going to change. One chapter closes and another opens. And everybody still has that, that moment where they have to kind of step into the unknown. 
I guess firstly I really love that and 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 I think also you know I still had that fear and trepidation when when I did it um and you know I'll just say it a thousand times I was so so lucky um but I guess I think it's important to hear positive stories as well not every every some people are going to come out and they're going to know that the response is going to be bad some people know that because they they live in a situation where um an intolerant you know an intolerant situation but for those people who are on the fence or you know worried but think that they will be supported but I just think it's really important to have those positive coming out stories as well um we hear a lot of negative ones um and you know they're hugely hugely valid um but if we can if people can hear positive ones that hopefully they can have some hope you know, your family loves you so and maybe they'll have to change some of their expectations but find a GB international sports star and they'll your mother will love her replace they'll replace you and move yeah. on job done you actually never stop coming out do you you know it's it's like a it's, constant thing it happens every day it's funny it's, it's mm, absolutely mm. true yeah that is true it's, different yeah. levels of coming out because yeah no because when I came out because I did it gradually through with different groups of friends or whatever and then suddenly I remember oh I haven't told you it yet but yeah you never <laughs> mm. there are still some people I haven't told but you kind of just I don't know about you but like the people that you haven't specifically said the words to sometimes you just like expect that they already know now because other people do I, I rely on social media yeah. <laughs> I'm like Here's a profile picture of me with my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Please make the connection. Do you know? The one thing I never, ever, ever wanted to do, and I never did do it, is do you know how you see um, people write um, like big Facebook statuses, mm-hmm. like statements and stuff? And I just never, ever wanted to do that because it goes against everything I believe in. Do mm-hmm. you know, like you shouldn't have that, it shouldn't be a big thing to have to come out. It, like to me, it was. Like, obviously, but it shouldn't be that big. I understand that some people have to do it. Like, it would be super easy to just yeah. say it and it's done. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. I never, ever wanted to do that. No disrespect to anybody that has. Or it's, it's personal choice, to. you know, whatever you And I think that's kind of probably also reflected in how you approach social media full stop. Um, some people share every aspect of their life on social media. For example... I. I share hardly anything. Same. Well, today I told everyone I bought a, a pepper grinder. Mm-mm. There's a moth in my house. Oddly, it was a very successful tweet, my pepper grinder. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, I have to be honest. Basically, be who you want to be, fuck everybody else, be happy and safe. And if you're not ready, that's also okay. Yeah, you don't owe anybody anything. Straight people don't have to come out. <laughs> like, like, why do it's? It's just because um, it's something we've always had to seem to have to do. Can you imagine if the default was like gay, and then everybody that was straight had to come out? Who was it? I don't know if it, it might have been you, Holly. I'm not sure, but um, you, someone said from now on, I'm going to assume everyone's gay. Unless was it you? Yes. <laughs> unless you tell me otherwise, you. Yeah. I said gay and vegan. Yeah, unless you tell me <laughs> otherwise. Because you can't possibly be offended by that, can you? you I'm sure not. some people would be, but I've ju- I'll just assume that you're oh, gay probably. and vegan until you tell me you're not. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
this this Pride Festival, I think the the Birmingham one is going to be. It's usually in June. Um, actually, it's usually the bank holiday weekend just before June, to kind of it's the first one that kind of kicks it off. Um, and that's been kind of pushed back because of COVID um, to September. But obviously, this is our first. You know, it's our first Pride Festival for what eighteen months or something like that because last year was cancelled and it's just such a shame um i i think maybe it's because june last year we weren't quite into the the habit of all these you know fantastic online events that we we've now been experiencing and i think maybe kind of pride missed out on on doing something really really big um and i think because of that we really suffered <laughs> like and and you feel i feel really awful saying it but I started getting kind of angry and I've already said like I don't like the rainbow like I don't really like the rainbow I I, I love the rainbow flag I love what it stands for um and I love that people fly it um but I would never get dressed up in rainbow stuff um but the fact that you know the NHS kind of and it wasn't the NHS's fault um but you know the the flag kind of became something else over that period um and it came to stand for something else um and i love that it's a symbol of hope um for so many people um but it already represented pride though yes and and i think and there's a misconception around matt hancock's badge um uh, which was an nhs badge that he wore which was actually a, a pride badge to celebrate lgbtqi plus uh, colleagues within the NHS um, it wasn't solely um, an NHS badge um, and it was just such a shame that it started to mean something else um, and you know I read stories about people who would you know live in communities where they weren't really allowed to fly their pride flag um, and that those those pride flags were seen as safe spaces um, uh, for members of our community um but now they were being flown outside loads of people's houses people's houses that they knew weren't tolerant of them um and all of a sudden that 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 feeling of safety in community was being eroded and and to make things worse you have people like smithies who are a um, fancy dress company and many other people who um make profit over pride weekend and and profit from from the rainbow flag um uh reappropriating is that the right word taking taking their their pride merchandise and reappropriating it for profit and selling it for nhs parties um and that what that so they were taking the pride stuff and then yeah because they they stocked it all and lots of places did this you know a lot of a lot of places people who sell stationery, people who sell clothing, yeah. um, anything that was Pride merchandise was repurposed as NHS merchandise. Mm. And yes, the NHS is a fantastic cause. We probably shouldn't be having to fund it with charity donations. Um, they took it away um, and they profited from it. And those charities and those communities who need pride who really need pride um not us not in the you know not there are people who need pride in the uk but you know what i mean the 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 places that these charities support um missed out because of corporate greed 
Um, and that, I've said this, don't like rainbow flags, but, and I don't, like, I don't wear them, and, but I got so angry. I got so angry about it. Out of all of the things that they could have used, you know, hot exactly could have been all used. of the different colour combinations, different symbols, out of all of the things that they could have possibly used on this earth. Yeah. Depict the exact pride flag. I th- I think that I think the problem was is that it was originally done by a few kids who painted it as yeah, a as actually. a rainbow. And it was the rainbow it was like the, the semicircle rainbow. But then as soon as businesses realised that they couldn't use their pride merchandise, it became the rainbow flag. So um like uh, at my daughter's school, so or at all um primary schools kids were encouraged to put rainbows in their windows to feel less alone with the whole um not obviously going to school and all that malarkey so it's like a kids love rainbows it's bright it's cheerful but then yeah i did see rainbows popping up i was okay with the kids with kids using it as a not feeling lonely yeah like drawing a rainbow yeah I think when it starts to become the rainbow flag flying outside places yeah. that aren't gay friendly yeah. um, and businesses profiteering. Um, I mean, they profiteer every year um, or profiting, sorry, not profiteering. But do you find um, like over the last couple of years, more companies have just slapped the flag on? Yes, especially big flagship stores that have big stores around pride marches. But I think at the moment, obviously, a big kind of a big thing is changing your company's profile picture. And what you'll find is, I mean, a good example here is Bethesda. And I don't want to call out, but I mean, I love Bethesda. I love your video games. Um, but, you know, Bethesda, France, Brazil, um, all have their pride flag logo. But then in Russia, Middle East and Turkey, it's not changed. What, I mean, what does that say? <laughs> um you know, and and also what's really sad about it is that where pride is needed most are the places where these businesses are silent. I don't care about your pride flag. Go and tell Turkey, and I love you, Turkey, but go and tell Turkey that they need to start respecting women and gay people. <laughs> I just fully don't, I, I can't comprehend why it would be a problem to begin with. I just don't get it. And I say it all the time, I just, I can't understand why it would be an issue. Greg said, I'm tired of having hair on my face. Tim replied to it, I miss it, i.e. him being Doc. I replied to Tim, Tim, I miss your hairy face. Who doesn't? I miss Doc. Greg has replied to me saying, easy there, dot, dot, dot. Listen to my podcast. Listen <laughs> to my you just say, podcast. You are jealous. You are jealous. Ask him to be on need, the podcast. You need to tone it down, my friend. I've just said, listen to my podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. This is what the whiskey's done. Oh, my God. I've just sent it. Oh, my God. <laughs> So far, I'm going to murder you (laughs) so hard. I know what she's done. You are having no fucking garlic bread. Yes, she is. I'm going to so murder you so. You stop tweeting. You stop tweeting right this fucking second.